Blog Talk Radio.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Donna Lawrence this morning. And encourage yourself. And that's what we have to do many days, is encourage ourselves. And how we do that is we remember what the Word of God has said. Don't don't, don't get tore up. Don't fall out. Uh, this too shall pass. And what we do is we want to stay encouraged because of the Word of God, because we have a prayer life and a Bible study life. And we should have prayers stored up, that we can fall back on the stored up prayers. But when you're going through a motion and you just want to get what you want from God, you just want to feel better, you, you don't really have nothing for him other than what you can get from him. So when things happen, you may fall apart. You may have a heart attack. You may have a stroke. Because you're not encouraging yourself daily, you're not falling back on the true prayers that you prayed to God, that you want to be his, and that you want to prepare for his return, and, and all of these things, and not be ashamed of the gospel. Because while you falling apart, what if he part the sky? What if God returned while you falling apart? What, what's going to happen? Are you going to be like the five foolish? You can't go because you didn't prepare. They didn't prepare to go into the wedding. Yeah. And they didn't have enough oil in their lamps. And then guess what they did? Them, the five that had the oil in the lamp, they wanted to know, can I get some of your oil? Of course not. Do you know what it takes to live upright before God daily? To stay in him to stay focused, to know how to treat people, talk to people. Let me tell y'all something. I'm learning more and more every day. People say what's on their mind. And then after they get satisfied, then they want to befriend, be friendly, and then they want to treat hot. I had an incident yesterday. Sister Jerry was with me. My battery uh, went dead in the car. I forgot and left the lights on. So when I went to start it, it wouldn't start. So we we ended up calling Papa Lock. And we didn't have an address. We was at the river. We had lunch at the river sitting in the truck. I gave them what I thought was the right address, uh, what a, the way to get to me. He said he followed my instructions, but the road I told him to turn on, I gave the wrong name, Lake Shore. It was called something else. So I said, well, I don't know about 220. I said, maybe you need to go back. He said, I'm not going back. Oh, boy, you ain't heard attitude. I said, well, okay, let's, uh, let me see if I can figure this out. So he came to the stop sign. He said, the name of the road is yada, yada, yada. I said, well, that's the road. Try that one. And he started heading on down the road. So the girl said, I think that's him. He said, I think I see you. Because he and I were still on the phone. 
got there all, and, and afterwards, after he figured out where he was coming, don't don't fall in the river. I said, no, I'm holding on. <laughs> but people will talk to you crazy and expect you to hang around, expect you to be nice and friendly to them, which I do. Because I understand the mind is a terrible thing and it's being wasted by these people. See, when you when you have the spirit of God, he will lead and guide you. He in all things, he will teach you when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away, and when to run. God will teach you this. But you gotta have him. You gotta have the Holy Ghost to, to and, and be able to d- distinguish the difference. I, I too was one that had a form of godliness and I denied the power thereof. I too was that way at one time. I honored God with my lips, but my heart was far from it. Look, I, I, I've shared this many times. I served first Sunday breakfast at the church, Household of Faith in Jacksonville. Uh, Tuesday night prayer meeting, I cooked for the families when they got off work, just come on to the church and eat. Wednesday, I was in Bible study. If they had prayer meeting or something on Friday night, I was there for that. And I was there for Sunday school and Sunday worship. You could not talk me about God now, because, see, I came up in a Christian household, but it was a a, a form of impressing people. Because, see, I had that form of godliness, but I denied his power. I talked about him, but my heart wasn't into him. Uh Uh-uh. My heart wasn't wasn't really concerned. And when I went to him, I wanted things out of him. You know, Lord, heal my child. Lord, uh, bless my house. Lord, give me that job. Yeah, stuff like that. I, too, was a person who didn't know how to talk to people either. (laughs) Because I said what was on my mind as long as I felt it was the truth. But that's not the way. You got to have some tactics. Yeah. As they said in the old days, you got to have some cool. We out here running, and let me tell you, you couldn't tell me I wasn't educated, and you could not tell me I didn't know how to speak the lingo of education. Was just a fool out here. People saw that, <laughs> and I'm sure they said, "Oh, poor Barbara. She really thinks she educated, and she thinks she got, but she don't even know how to talk to people. She don't know when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away, or when to run." She just blurt stuff out of her mouth. Is it come to her mind? Yeah. But once I got the Holy Spirit, once I got the Holy Ghost, and I began to let God train me, now I know too. It's some things I'm sure I did in public or with somebody close to me that I'm sure I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have said you know, I shouldn't have gave this. It's a lot of things. But only God, only God. When I saw that yesterday, I said, what in the world? 
is going on. So today was like, oh, we'll call another pop about it. Just hang up with now. No, no, no. Because I don't, it, they said it would be an hour for him, but I don't think it was. But the next one, it may truly have been two hours. So I'm not waiting all day. I, I let him come on and get the $79, $79 to put positive and negative cable so I could start the car. And the car started, boom, just like that. But we live and we learn. And uh, we got that gospel yesterday from Paul. He, he was writing to the saints. He was writing to the believers. He was writing to us. We are the saints of God. We are the believers. We are the church. This is who he was writing to. And he even said in that he wouldn't have us ignorant. And one thing I do know, we must remain humble. We must stay humble. He said we could be angry, but sin not. Angry, but sin not. I have been so mad, I, I felt like I could bite a bullet. But I did not fight. I did not cuss. I did not Carry on. My voice got a little loud because when I get excited, I don't know. I, they say it's an African-American thing. It's your bloodline, I guess. When you get excited, get loud. I'm not about to fight nobody. I'm not about to shoot nobody, cut nobody, stab nobody. But the voice get high. One thing I know, I do all of that if I want to. But I must remain humble. I must tone it down. I, I I must try not to even get there. Yeah, don't don't get it too excited too quick. Listen to the other person. And a lot of times I put myself in people position. If that was me, how would I want to be treated? A lot of people say, I don't care. That's not me really. I put myself in the other person's place. How would I feel if this happened to me? If I treated me, if someone treated me the way I treated them, how would that feel? Another thing I learned, I don't uphold my kids at no time in their wrongdoing. Uh-uh. If you're not going to do right, I'm not going to do you. I'm telling you the truth, and they'll tell you. Oh, she'll, she'll go on about a bit and she won't talk to you with foolishness. That's why when they call, they respect them. And I know just as good when they lie. Now, they think I don't know. But I know just as good when they lie and with, with foolishness. And at the end of another conversation, I say, okay. They don't hear from me. Later on, they come back. All right. Uh, what was wrong? I said nothing. I just knew what was being said wasn't the truth, you know. And it's okay. You have to take that up with God, not me. But people would do anything for these kids, and especially them grown kids. They don't know how to turn their children loose. You say you give them to God, you don't give them to God. You talk about giving them to God. 
And somewhere in there you think you want to give them to God, but you don't give them to God. If you did, you'd turn them off completely. Let them go. Oh, no, Barbara, I, I, this my son. Oh, no, Barbara, this my daughter. Are you kidding me? I let nothing separate me from the love of God. And adult children can separate you from the love of God. You'll show you don't love them. You'll show you love them children more. And if you love anything, anything, anybody more than you love God, the scriptures say you're not worthy of him. Now, I didn't say that. You can hold it against me. But I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. That's his doing. That's his word, not mine. But I know it to be the truth. Because thou shalt have no other God before me. Why would I put something or someone before God? I, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do that. I have some of the cutest grandchildren you ever. I'm talking about cute for no reason. And they can't be before God because they're cute. I've got godsons and goddaughters, beautiful, good-looking people. The men are handsome. The women are beautiful. They cannot be before God. I have one in San Diego, my spiritual daughter, Amber, beautiful. Got two beautiful boys. She married a white college professor. Beautiful son. I cannot put them before God. I remember the time Amber would send me $600 like it was a nothing. Like you give me $6, she would just send me $600. She cannot be before God. I love that Shantae. That Tay-Tay the baby. Oh, yeah, that's my baby. I'll talk about it right now, but I love that Shantae. And Shantae love her mother. But this is the thing. Tay cannot come before God. Y'all hear me? I mean that. I love that RAV4 I drive. It cannot come before God. I'm not finna clean that until my can't nobody ride in it. I done made it some kind of sanctuary and can't nobody ride in it. It's on a pedestal. Are you crazy? It's a car. It's a vehicle. It's an automobile. Oh, y'all know I got my light-colored carpet in here. Just anybody can't come in here. And if you come in here, you got to do this. What? It's a house. Live in it. They sell carpet. If you want more carpet, they sell carpet every day. If you want floors, they sell them every day. But we make gods out of things and people. We make gods. I can remember any time I rode in my brother's car, I must remember not to shut the door too hard. Don't you shut that door too hard. Oh, boy. I watch your feet. Put all that dirt on here. I have to clean. Okay, then. <laughs> well, all right. The God. You made your car a God. Yeah. People make money, gods, the job, husband, wife. Yeah, they do all of that. But we must remember, he's the God that have all power. 
He's the God that's there where no one else can be there. He is always there. If you put him before anybody else, it just shows a sign we fools. We are fools. Why would I mistreat the one who's going to be there for me and, and, and be with these other? Now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know Nikki is for me. She got problems. I don't know too many people who don't. Nikki is for me, and Nikki going to be there. And if I call her this morning and say, Nick, I need $200, I'm going to sell it to you, mama. Because Nikki is for me. Now, when Nikki is in dire straits, and she called me and said, well, mama, can you go over there and take so-and-so and so-and-so some cleaning supplies? Why wouldn't I do that for her when I can? Because when I call her, she's there for me. These are just parables, examples. That's all this morning. Because Apostle Paul wrote the church to get the saints of God together going in the right direction, doing the things that's pleasing and acceptable unto him, not to us, our flesh. My grandson, Cha-Cha, boy, that was the prettiest little boy. Oh, I couldn't wait to get home to see him. I was in the lab. I couldn't wait to get back here to see that little boy. But he could not come before God. I left Cha-Cha. You hear me? I went on down the highway and did revival and whatever God would have me to do. I forgot all about Cha-Cha. Late in the midnight hour when I needed a savior, where was Cha-Cha? <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. And if I go to him today right now, hey, Grandmama, still a good-looking young man. <laughs> yeah. But we got to turn this thing around for ourselves and seek him who's able to keep us and keep us blameless before his throne because one day we got to stand before him. Yeah. And while I'm over here worshiping this and worshiping that, if he part the sky, I'm not preparing for him to return. I'm over here worshiping some foolishness. I'm over here giving more to who don't deserve it. I don't want to be that way. I want to look out for people, especially those who look out for me. Now, I look out for anybody. I may not know you. You'll never be able to do nothing for me. That's okay. God loves a cheerful giver. So if I can be a blessing, that's what I want to be. But sometimes you 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 see the God in these people's lives. Yeah. I'm busier than ever. I got in here last night, boy, I had to get down quick. And I still got a lot to go. Sister so, so Irene tried to hang with me, you know, so while I'm working, she she hanging. I had to let her go. Phone ringing. I'm trying to tie, yeah. But I got it done. I got a lot more to go, but I got it done. And I got laundry, this, that. I cleaned up. I, I was up like, like 120 something this morning cleaning, organizing, preparing, yeah. <laughs> For the day, 
because I have to go get the brakes and a battery. And so it's going to take some time to get that done. And because it takes time to get it done, what I'm going to have to do, I mean, what I had to do is get up early enough to get the cleaning done. And when I get through this morning with Jesus in the morning, then I shower, get dressed, run, do that, come back and start laundry. Yeah. I even did some uh, fresh cooking, you know, real food. So I don't have to be out here in these streets with this other food because I've seen the pounds coming back. Yeah, because I started traveling a little bit, running around like a squirrely bird and just eating wherever. And I got to cut that out because that's not good for me either. So I cooked the right food, squash and green beans and sweet potatoes, roasted them myself, you know. I, I, I roasted off some chicken. Fresh chicken, yeah. So I can eat those things. Won't gain a pound, make me healthier. Get a bag of salad today, and uh, for dinner I have salad, and I can put a little uh, crab meat on it or something, you know, and, and let that the dressing go. Yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful. So learning from Apostle Paul, learning from him, it pays best to prepare for the return of Jesus daily. Not fall apart over stuff, because we're going to hear some bad news. They diagnosed me with some crazy news, and for some reason, it took them a, almost a two months to get me in there to see about the craziness they told me. Now, if I wasn't anchored and rooted in Jesus, I would have done fell apart by now. Especially, I changed my diet and I'm losing a couple of pounds. Oh, I would have thought I was going to waste away. Oh, oh, what a minute. No, I knew better. For greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And no matter what man diagnosis is, I know the head physician. He's the God that healeth me. Ha, hey, glory. He heals all manner of sickness and disease. Some things we just going to have to go through. But your sickness is not unto death. huh? I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Sister Dot. Oh, yeah, Lord Jesus. Thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. I'm grateful unto him. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Where would I be? Hallelujah. I don't even want to think of it. Because it won't be, it wouldn't be nowhere good. Yeah. Listen, we're going to this one right here. And when we come back, we're coming back with our morning prayer. And uh, then we're going to our scripture of the morning. And later on, if Sister Irene is feeling better, she'll come in and do a little reading. She was a little bit under the weather. She texted me and uh, said she may sleep because she was in a little pain. So if she don't come in, we're just going to continue to read and talk about Roma, talk about Apostle Paul and who he got over there with him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go to this one. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice that the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the 
morning for another day. Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activities of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you that you're on our side today in spite of us. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. We thank you this morning that without you, we can do nothing. And, Father, you have blessed us to know this. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We come this morning, Father, we bring Marlene before you. And we ask this morning that you would touch and heal her body. God, touch and heal her mind. Heal her heart today. In the name of Jesus. Father, let this mind be in Marlene that's also in your son, Christ Jesus. That, Father, he want to please you. Let Marlene 
Want to do the things that's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Give a hunger and a thirst for the things of you, Almighty God, Jehovah. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that you would bless Sister Sherry this morning. Touch and heal her body. In the name of Jesus. Lord, redo her eyes. Redo them, God. And Lord, whatever the enemy meant for evil, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would turn it around for good for Sherry this day in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray for Mr. Mason this morning. And we ask in the name of Jesus, calling you in right now, ask in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would touch and heal Mr. Mason in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, you know what he's going through. Your word says, suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is your kingdom. Lord, you love children. We was once children, and you brought us forth from my mother's womb. Do it today for Mr. Mason. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you this morning for your healing power. We thank you that you're able. Touch and heal Rose Brown this morning, Father. In the name of Jesus, you know what she's going through, and you know what she's standing in need of. Touch a household, oh God. Send your anointing through to build up what's torn down and tear down what shouldn't be built up today. In the name of Jesus, move by your spirit. Lord, as we get older, we find ourselves many times alone with us. But God, you'll never leave us, nor forsake us. You will be with us until the end. And help us to depend on you and nothing else and nobody else. Lord, let us come to you for all that we need. In the name of Jesus, thank you this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, I bring every call and every listener before you this morning. Those coming through the podcast and the archives. Asking today, Father, that you would lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Ask that you would bless our family and friends near and far this morning. Father, you know what each of us need today. And you supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Do it for us today. Lord, those of us that stand in the need of finances, those that stand in the need of healing, those that stand in the need of housing, food, transportation, whatever it may be today. Lord, move by your spirit for us this morning. We are your church. We are your people. We are your children. You made us for your pleasure. And you take good care of what you made. Father, do it for us. We have many different heart desires. And Lord, we ask that you would move today. And let this be the day that it will work together for our good. Because that's the only way you'll give it to us. If it won't work together for our good today, Father, you won't release it. So, Father, we ask that this is the day that it will work together for our good in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come this morning asking that you would move for our country, move for America. You bless this country to be founded by you. You sent the people. God, they turned it into what they wanted And we used to have in God, we trust, even on our money. It was all about you. In schools, we prayed. 
we pled allegiance to a flag, God, that represented America. But we have allowed too much to come in and too much of you to go out. Father, restore yourself completely back into America. Those that don't like it, Lord, let them leave. Send them out. Anything that's of you and against you and not for you, send it out, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So that we can get back to loving you, obeying you, and doing what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Man has become wickeder and wiser. And it's not for his good. He don't know it, Father. But it's not for his good. It will destroy him in the end, meaning the generic term, Father, man or woman. Help us all today, Americans. So many people look at us and laugh. So many people look at us and have negative things to say because of what the leadership allows. The people know no better. It's as if we don't have a shepherd, Father. But you are our shepherd, and we shall not want the believer, the saints of God. Help us this morning to look to the hills, the more from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you, Father. You made the heavens and the earth. Bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, men and women, the administration of our military. Help this morning, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Bless widows and bereaved families, intercessory prayer people everywhere, praying in the name of Jesus for others. Bless preachers everywhere. Father, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Today, O oh God, bless their families, bless their friends, bless them financially, God. Move them more upon them spiritually. Give them a more hunger and thirst after your word and a prayer life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We ask this morning that, God, you would bless all our brothers and sisters overseas, everywhere. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your glory. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Move by your spirit, God. This belongs to you, not me. Use me in your service right here this morning to be a true blessing unto your people. And Lord, every heart that has been cut and hurting, ask that you would heal this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor. And Father, we give you the praise. We ask it all this morning. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen, and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, Father, whatever we left, we didn't remember. We ask that you would take it up for us today. Again, in your son, Jesus Christ's name, amen, and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. I believe uh, Brother Louis had to take Sherry for an appointment this morning. So he's not with us, but I'm sure later on, as soon as possible, he'll be joining us. Yeah, he likes to make me laugh. (laughs) 
and he will research for me. And so I'm thankful for him, thankful unto the Lord that he sent him my way. He sent him my way. And so I'm thankful for each of you this morning. Hallelujah. Because it makes it much better when you have somebody to praise and worship with you. When you have somebody who can say amen to the truth. Oh, yeah, it makes it a better party. Yeah. And so I'm grateful unto Almighty God and just thankful, just thankful, just thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Grateful, grateful. I'm looking. Let's go to this one this morning. And um, when we come back, we'll come back with our morning scripture reading. But I come to tell you tonight, somebody asked the question one day, say, is there anything too hard for God?
Because I know he can with many things. Well, I'm going to say almost everything. It's impossible with man. But nothing, absolutely nothing, is impossible with God. Yeah. He's able this morning to see each of us through. I don't care what we're going through. I don't care what we've been through. He is able this day to see us through. And whatever we need, we keep looking to the hills for We keep looking to him because that's where our help comes from. All of our help today comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And this morning we're talking about Apostle Paul and his writings to the church. We're the church. We're the saints of God. We're the people of God. So these writings that we are reading, they are for us. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Good morning, (laughs) Sion. Good morning, Jesus, ladies. You know, (laughs) that just tickled me, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got to get with the program of God. And remember, there's nothing too hard for him to do. Because I can't do it. It don't mean God can't. With me, things are impossible. With him, nothing is impossible. 
This is that same God that said, let there be light, light appear. This is the same God that raised Jesus from the dead. This is that same God that Jesus could demonstrate because of him that he turned the water to wine. The lame man's hand was withered. It come back to normal. The man had sat there by the pool for years, couldn't get in. When the angels come and trouble the water, everybody rushed ahead of him. He just simply asked the man, will you be made whole? In other words, do you want to walk again? <laughs> you want to be healed? This the same Jesus. So you don't think he can pay a light bill, a car note, a house note? He can't give you the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. He can't give you money that you want to put in your bank account. He can't give you a raise on the job. He can't give you another job. What is it that he can't do? Nothing. The problem is, what is it we're not trusting him for? Take more than believing. We got to trust God. Hallelujah. And hold on to his word, because his word holds true. Today we're looking at, going back to Romans chapter 1, we're going on over to chapter 7 afterwards. But we're going back to chapter 1, because these are the writings that Paul wrote to the Christians, to the saints of God, to the people of God, to the believer. And this is what he said in Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. See, we need to pay attention and remember these things as well. Because if there's a calling on your life, if God has chosen you to do something, you want to always remember you're the servant of Jesus Christ. You want to always remember he called you to be whatever it is, a preacher, a teacher, an apostle, whatever, separated unto the gospel of God. You are not coming together with God with your thoughts and what you think it should be. It's separated. You separated from the gospel. The gospel stands on its own. You're simply a vessel who can break down the gospel because God has given you the ability. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You've been in the book. You've been studying the word of God. Verse 2 said, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scripture. He told us Jesus was coming. He was bruised and by our iniquity. Iniquity. Chastisement was upon him. Hmm. He told us he was coming, didn't he? told us about them stripes and even what they would even represent. And by his stripes, with his stripes, we are already healed, it says. Yeah, it told us they were going to be against him from day one. They didn't like the, the, the fact that he was coming as the Savior to save the world. They wanted to be the ones out there with the big tassels on their head and the the deep-looking robes. They wanted to be able to say they was coming to save the world. Couldn't save themselves. Couldn't save their toenail. 
but they wanted to be the ones uh, to be accused of saving the, the world. Wasn't going to save nothing. Yeah. So it's our job as the children of God, the believers, the people of God, the saints of God. It's our job to remain humble and remember these things. We separated unto the gospel of God. I can't mix it all together. My gospel and his, it won't work. His is a better gospel and it's the truth. My gospel wouldn't be right. It wouldn't even be considered gospel foolishness. Verse 3 says, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. He gave us some power. We have grace and apostleship. And we want to remain obedient unto him at all times by faith. And when other nations see us, they're like, oh, look at them. they so free over there. For whom the Son set free is free indeed among whom ye are also the called of Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Look what he did now. To all that be in Rome, in Rome. But it just don't stop in Rome. Because a commission, a great commission came out. Remember, going to all the world and preach and teach the gospel. And in many cases, we got to compel man to come in. So all of this is not just for Rome anymore. We have received Jesus. We are, we have grace and apostleship. We have mercy. Most of all, we have his love. That's why God is sinning. Because God loves us. Jehovah loves us. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. How many other religions done come over here trying to change us? They want us to be Buddhist. They want us to be uh, Muslim. They want us to be this, that. Jehovah with all kinds, but our faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Some say we serving a, 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 a what they call a slave God. Some say he wasn't the son of God; he was a prophet. Some say he was just a good preacher, good teacher. But our faith is yet spoken. Throughout the whole world. They know about this. They done heard about this Jesus. Somewhere. He sent uh, uh, missionaries. They call them overseas. So that they can learn. Not to be barbaric. But to be civilized. Yeah. 
yeah, to love, for God is love. Verse 9 says, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayer. That's why you hear me sitting there, Shante, pray for y'all every day. I pray for y'all throughout the day. Certain times it just comes pray for them Jesus in the morning listeners and callers, podcasters and archivists. Pray for them. Because I know we're all struggling with something. Maybe finance, it may be a job, and maybe I couldn't do what I used to do. It may be an illness. I may be sick. I may have a disease. But we're all struggling with something. Maybe I ain't turned turn men or loose yet. Maybe I ain't turned women or loose yet. Maybe I ain't did this. Maybe I ain't did that. But prayer fixes it every time. And it's according to the will of God, not according to the one that's praying. Because I believe and I trust God. I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know where I'm going. But I'm following him. And where he leads me, I will follow. And guess what? Where he's taking me to, it's always good. It don't take me to nowhere it's bad. Even when I followed him in the ghetto, it wasn't bad for me. That might have been bad for those that lived there, but it was not bad for Barbara. <laughs> he took good care of me in the ghetto, in the project. Mm-hmm, sure did. Hallelujah. Verse 10 says this, Make a request, if by any means not, at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. He wanted to come into Rome and teach them. He had been some places. Yeah. Remember he was on the way to Damascus and God knocked him off that horse and, and, and fixed his head at the same time. <laughs> he blinded him too. Yeah. When he came out of that, he was straight. He knew that Jesus is real. Sometimes God has to knock us off the horse. He don't blind us. Sometimes it's like a hit in the head. Boom. You think you've been doing what I wanted you to do? No, you haven't. You've been doing what you thought was was good for me. You never considered me coming to me and asking me nothing. You heard a little bit and you ran with it. And you didn't have faith that I'm the kind of God that got the power to do that. I don't care if you ain't never heard of it being done before in your life. You talk about me and all that, and you don't believe I got the power to do the impossible? Stop yourself and know that I am God and I am able to do all things. There's nothing too hard for me to do. With you, it's impossible. But with me, it's possible. Hallelujah. 11 says, for I long to see you. Now, this is what Paul was telling them that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye may be established. I want to leave something with you. Bring your gift that will take you to the end. You're going to be established in him. When he returns, you're ready. 
I gave you a spiritual gift. I gave you Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. If you walk in this, if you obey that, you are one blessed person with no stress. You are one blessed person with no stress. It'll be like you walk around in a carefree world. It'll feel like you just, what? I need some music because I'm going to dance through the day. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to dance tonight and tomorrow. Because you're going to realize this, because he lives, you can face anything come your way because it'll never be you repairing it. It'll never be you fixing it. It'll never be you removing it. It's his job. He'll do it for you. Make a request if by any means now at length. I, 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 I might take a while. I might take a while to get over there. I might have a, a, a prosperous journey by the will of God to come to you. But 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 I went ahead and gave y'all the gift. I gave you Proverbs five through seven. I may not get to Ireland and get to see everybody. Pastor Howell. Now when I get there, I'm 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 gonna see Dot and Buddy and Sion. But I may not get to see Pastor Howell in a, a few more. I may not be able to drop by Holy Ghost headquarters and see what's going on over there now. But you better know, what I do, I have a gift for everybody. God will use me to bless everybody some way, somehow. 11 says, for I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end, ye may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. That, that reminds me of this, how can two walk together except they agree? If we both got faith, we're going to be comfort to one another. You got the same faith that's have. We believe that God so loved us, he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believes on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. We believe when it says, trust in the Lord with all our heart, and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge God. He's going to direct our path. If we just don't be wise in our own eyes, fear God and depart from evil. We are the same like mine. So when we get together, we bring volume, spiritual volume. We can go out for a lunch, and the place won't be the same. 13 says, now, I would not have you ignorant, brethren. I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that all the time I purpose to come unto you, but was led hitherto that I might have some food among you also, even as among other Gentiles. He want to come, but he was led somewhere else. But this the deal. He still want to do it because he wants some food among us, even among the Gentiles, other Gentiles, he said. So he's, he yet came. God blessed Apostle Paul to be here today with us through the word. 
This is what he inspired Apostle Paul to teach us, to write to us. And we should love one another and want to go see about one another. And when we get together, we should be on one accord. 14 says, I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. The good, the bad, and the ugly, I'm indebted to you. Because I, it, it, it's my job to persuade you in Jesus. It's my job to teach you about Jesus. 15, so as much as in me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Well, he read it for you, Orlando. He read it for you, uh, uh, Atlanta. He read it for you, New York. He read it for you, Alabama. He read it for you, Michigan, Mississippi, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, uh, Indiana, Idaho. He read it for you, Carolinas, South and North Carolina. He read it, Boston, Baltimore. Huh? He's read it. This is it right here. He's giving it to you right here. And look what he dropped down here and said now. Oh, I felt the spirit of the Lord moved in. Thank you, Jesus. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, the Greek is that Gentile. We Gentile. They consider me African-American or black. I'm a Gentile. I would be considered that. I'm not Jewish. But he said all these things, and then he said this. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And th th this right here means so much to me because he taught me. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Can't say thank you enough. Apostle Paul writing taught me this. To not be ashamed of the gospel, Barbara. It's got the power to save. It saved you, the Gentiles. When you heard it, you believed. You had a form of godliness. You honored God with your lips. But when he came, when you allowed him to come in and fill you with his spirit, you believed you got salvation, Barbara. And as you continued to hear the gospel, it drew you even closer. That which wasn't supposed to be in you, you was willing to let it go. And daily, what shouldn't be in you, you are willing to let it go, Barbara. You want to be completely delivered. My goodness, from Zion. 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Are we going to live by faith? We're going to get together and live by faith? But now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. But by faith, the elders obtained a good report. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written. The just shall live by faith. I just had to have it one more time. 
18 says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Yeah, they ain't gonna, they, they, they not going to let it go. They, they want you to think what they're teaching you is right when it's a lie. And the sad part will cause you to go to hell. And again, this morning, hell is a real place. Mm-hmm. And the scripture says it enlarges itself there. But you got preachers and teachers, they, 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 they're not teaching the truth. They're holding the truth in unrighteousness. Yeah. 19 says, because that which, you know what, hold on one second, hold on one second, hold on one second. Y'all know I forgot to get my uh my basic English Bible out. It helped me to break words down. Where was I? On 19? No, I was on 18, but yeah, 18. Now, the, the, the basic English Bible says this in verse 18. But there is a there is a revelation of wrath of God from heaven against all the wrongdoing and evil thoughts of men who keep down what is true by wrongdoing. Yeah, by, by wrongdoing. By wrongdoing. Okay. Okay, you told us that. All right. But there is a revelation of, of the wrath of God. It's been revealed. <laughs> the wrath of God from heaven against all the wrongdoing and evil thoughts of men who keep down what is true by wrongdoing. Some people in the church want to do right, but the pastor, y'all think I'm joking. Some in there believe it's a better way, and this is not the right way, but the path. Yeah, part of that is house and it's plenty of liquor. Is weed in the second bedroom. And if you go upstairs, you can snort coke. I know y'all think I'm joking. 19 says, because the knowledge of God may be seen in them, God having made it clear to them. A lot of them got the knowledge. They know. But they're not going to come out and teach it. For whatever reason. It's, it's many different reasons. Some because they're building their own empire and they feel like if I teach you that you still can do wrong and serve God, then guess what? I, I, I got the money. I, I got your pockets. Apostle Paul said he wanted to tell us some things, but he couldn't. He couldn't tell us these things because then we'd take it too far. We'd take certain things too far. If God said you could have a little wine for your stomach, say we're going to drink the whole bottle. Drink wherein it's not excess. Not strong drink, but the wine. We're going to have supposed to have a glass of wine with the dinner uh, 
we're going to drink the bottle at dinner. But they know stuff is wrong, but they're going to teach you to do it because it, it gets them paid. It gets them prestige and power. I've seen the deacons laugh with the preacher with jokes about women, about somebody mama. A young lady told me that the preacher did now, but she told me um, she walked in on them talking about somebody was in dire straight in the church, and they was in the office making fun of them. I've seen pastors sit up high and bold, like they God. I get from under that kind of foolishness. Mm-mm. When you started off, you was humble. But as soon as you got three, four members, you got crazy. But God is not sleep. He sleeps not slumber. His eyes are in every place today, beholding the evil and the good. Now look, we moving, we moving, we moving. Hmm. Twenty says, for from the first making of the world, those things of God which the eye is unable to see. That is his eternal power and existence. The natural eye can't just see that. Are fully made clear. He having given the knowledge of them through the things which he has made, so that men have no reason for wrongdoing. He has made, not man. God made the heavens and the earth. You know, we don't have a reason to do wrong. But we first got to come into the knowledge of the truth. We must first come into the knowledge of God and what he did for us and the knowledge of the son, Jesus Christ, who suffered for us. And then we must learn to love the truth and the things that is pleasing and acceptable unto God. There is no excuse. So that men have no reason for wrongdoing. We don't have an excuse today. We might try and find one, but it yet won't be an excuse good enough. Yeah. I'm going to just have to turn this off today. I, I try to leave it on so I can get messages. Some days it just go crazy. All right, 21. Because having the knowledge of God, they did not give glory to God as God. And did not give praise, but their minds were full of foolish things. And their hearts, being without sense, were made dark. I'm going to go in here and hoop them, get my money, and I'm riding out. Look, I know y'all bought me uh A Rolex watch. I'm going to need the bracelet. I, okay, I know y'all got me the watch and the bracelet, but I'm going to need something for my neck. Hmm. God ain't getting the glory in him today. I am. I don't know if y'all ever heard him say that. Now, they bold, they bold soldiers.
Y'all ain't say nothing about that sermon I preached last Sunday. You preached. I'm, I'm looking for the man of God that let God use him. I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for the ones that allow God to use them, and the Spirit of the Lord is speaking out of their mouth. You, 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 you didn't have to study too much because you're full of study. You're in the Word, and you're walking according to the Word the best you can. But them kind there that I just spoke about, uh-uh, uh-uh. They turned dark. They didn't, they didn't glorify God as God. They didn't give him praise. But their minds were full, full of foolish things. Rolexes, Lincolns, Cadillacs, and all this stuff. I used to be there, wanted the pastor to have the best, this, that. And I still want my bishop. But guess what? They didn't depend on the people to get it. Them folk went to work and got their own. And all they have extra, they give it to the church. Bishop called me yesterday. <laughs> Woo! I said, Bishop, you better not let these people uh, take my place. He said they could never do that. <laughs> I've been there 20 years, y'all. Yeah, I don't be there. But when God sent me, I go there. And the bishop called me for anything, and I can do it, I'm doing it. If he say do this, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I love him and the pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So they have the foolish things. And that's what they're going to teach you. Prosperity, money. If you ain't got the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, you ain't got God. If you don't have a prestigious job, you don't have God. If you don't, if you ain't dressing uh, with the ladies, whoever, uh, uh, who makes suits? Armani, uh, 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 Jamani, Jabani, whoever. If you don't have all of that on, you ain't buy nothing. Gerald Crowd, you ain't buy nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it made their heart being without sense. S E N S E N S E. Without sense. That's what it says were made dark, and their hearts being without sense were made dark. Seeming to be wise, they were in fact fools. Now that's the scripture, that's not bark. And by them the glory of the eternal God was changed and made into the image of man who was not eternal, and of birds and beasts and things which go on the earth. And by them the glory of the eternal God was changed. They done brought the ATM in the church, uh, the business plan. Uh, they just done, oof, I'm scared for them. For this reason, God gave them up to the evil desires of their hearts. Did you hear that? He went on and gave it to them. Because by them, the glory of the eternal God was changed and made into the image of man who is not eternal. And of birds and beasts and things which go on the earth. Some of them begin to work work witchcraft. 
bewitch the people. Yeah. For this reason, God gave them up to the evil desires of their hearts, working shame in their bodies with one another. They started going together. In the church, they say they're the leadership. 25 says, because by them, the true word of God was changed into that which is false, and they gave worship and honor to the thing which is made, and not to him who made it, to whom be blessings forever, so be it. For this reason, God gave them up to evil passions, and their women were changing the natural use into one which is unnatural. And in the same way, the men gave up the natural use of the woman and were burning in their desires for one another, men doing shame with men and deadening their bodies, the right reward for their evil doing. And you know what it was? One of them I know. Now, before this, I don't know. AIDS. All kind of diseases. The body's designed for certain things not filled in certain places. Yeah. 28 says, and because they had not the mind to keep God in their knowledge, God gave them up to an evil mind to do those things which are not right. Now, that's the word. That's not me. I was not there when he inspired Apostle Paul to write this. But I truly believe it. I truly believe it. Being full of all wrongdoing, evil desires for the good of others, hate, envy, putting to death, fighting, deceit, cruel ways, evil talk, and false statements about others. 30 says, hated by God, full of pride without respect, full of loud talk, given to evil intentions not honoring father or mother. 31 says, without knowledge, not true to their undertakings, unkind, having no mercy. Haven't you seen them kind of people? As long as it's not me and my family, I don't care. Haven't you seen them kind? And sitting up in church. Mm. Who though they have knowledge of the law of God, that the fate of those who do these things is death. Not only go on doing these things themselves, but give approval to those who do them, in other words, as well. The pastor saying the same thing the member's saying. The member's really saying what he taught them. I don't care. If they're not a member of the flip-flop skip to do right round at a corner church or the this and that, I don't care about them. He said, oh, how well it is for brethren to dwell together. For God is love. We're to love one another. But these people done got in the leadership and cutting a pure donkey. And Apostle Paul is calling it out. And, of course, some children feel born, I'm a male, but I feel born a female because look what your parents did. Look what your four parents did. Look what happened down in the bloodline. My goodness. And they didn't get it right. And they did not repent. 
God don't bless Ness. He blessed when we come to him and we don't know no better. Then we find out we sinners, but we can be saved by grace. And we come to him asking him to forgive us and to come into our heart and live forever. That's when God hit all the wild stuff. He don't want us to keep living in the wildness, turning it up and all of this. And then coming to him when we in dire straits. He wants us to walk by faith. He said it up there, and the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Is there anything too hard to do? I'm an alcoholic, but he'll kill you. Come on to the altar. Become his so he can work on you. Because if you're not his, he he don't have to work on you. He'll make sure you eat sleep, have water to drink, clothes to wear. But he don't have to deliver you. That's a plus. Matter of fact, he don't have to do nothing. He don't even have to honor his word if he don't want to. Who's bigger than him? Who's going to make it? He's a kind, loving, affectionate, merciful, gracious God that loves us. Nobody made him send Jesus to the cross. He did that because he loved us. An unconditional love that we'll never even really be able to explain. We'll never really be able to understand the truth of that thing. Apostle Paul writing to the saints in Rome. Tell yourself, Apostle Paul writing to whatever city or state you in. Apostle Paul writing to Barbara in Jacksonville. Ah, yeah. God is faithful. So look, we move it on over to chapter 7. What time is it? Yeah, we got a little time. We're going to move on over to chapter 7. I just want to go back a little bit on that first one to get a little bit more of that foundation down and I, I really need to go back to two because we just did a bunch of reading but we get moving along and uh, we did read together but I want you to look look this up because in the book of Roman Romans this is what's happening in that first chapter through the seventh Paul greeting the saints that's what he's doing as we get on down from 8 to 17, he's teaching un- unashamed of the gospel. He's teaching us not to be ashamed of the gospel. We got to be bold soldiers. We got to stand up for God. And in uh, chapter 3 and verse 20 on down round in that, he's teaching God's wrath against sin. Well, 1 through 18, too, he's teaching the wrath of God against sin. And as we go on down uh, 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 to 32, unrighteous nations, we get on down, well, we done, we, got it, we got to 2 and 1 and 3 and 8, unrighteous Israel. God, God's righteous judgment, the Jews and the law, God remains faithful. 
There is no one righteous. He said we're going to find this out in three, uh, 9 through 20. The justification, faith in the Savior. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't get on down. But he's teaching a great teaching, the faith of Abraham. The justification by faith. Abraham received the promise from death to life, the, the, the triumph of faith. Christ sacrificed for the ungodly. Death in Adam, life in Christ. Oh, sanctification, how ought we to live? Yeah, we're going we to get on down right now. I'm going to go to 7 and read. And um, we're going we're, we're gonna to get to see some things. I, I'm going to try to just read and not do so, so much talking, but some things I, I can't help. I just have to say something about it. Because I know it pleases God, and I know he don't have no problem with that. He He wants us to be able um, to understand. Because in all our getting, he wants us to get understanding. Yeah. So look, this is chapter 7, starting at verse 1. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. They know the word. How that the word, in other words, the law, have dominion over a man as long as he lives. The word have dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the word of God, the law. For her husband, so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. She loose. The word turned her loose. She can remarry. He done died. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from the from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Now that that's what Romans chapter seven and verse three says. That's not what Barbara said. I had nothing to do with it. God inspired Apostle Paul to write it, and he wrote it for our learning. He wrote it so we could apply it. So the saints will know right from wrong. What pleases God and what displeases him. Verse 4 says, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Well, we married to him. If we received him, we married him. And that's why the scripture teaches he's married to the backslider. Yeah. We came into holiness with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Verse 5 says, for when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, 
did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. For when we were in the flesh, the evil passions which came into being through the law were working in our bodies to give the fruit of death. I think it's plain and simple, but we let the flesh rule and reign. And we heard the word, but we didn't apply it. And because we went against God, uh, 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 they laid up with men, with men, women, with women, uh, folk who wasn't married laying up, folk who was married laying up, folk who husband hadn't died, got remarried and laid up, give, give fruit, but not the right kind, fruit of death fruit of death. And a lot of people were, well, why is I deteriorating? Last week, they diagnosed me with cancer. This week, they diagnosed me with diabetes. Next week, they diagnosed me with high blood pressure. Now, I, I, I got this big ball on my foot, something We're going to pray about that, Sion. But now we are free from the law, having been made dead to that which had power over us. So that we are servants in the law, in the new way of the spirit, not in the old way of the letter. One more time. But now we are free from the law having been made dead to that which had power over us, so that we are servants in the new way of the spirit, not in the old way of the letter. We're led by the spirit today, not by the, the letter. The Ten Commandments, all of that, he took the ten and turned them into two. They're still in effect, but it's no longer under that particular era by the Ten Commandments. It's still effective now. God still said what he mean and mean what he said. But when you do those two, you've done the team. He made it easier for us. Because he knew this generation. He knew these people. Oh, yeah. Jesus used to call them stiff naked. <laughs> Verse 7 says, What then is to be said? Is the law sin? In no way. But I would not have had knowledge of sin but for the law. For I would not have been conscious of desire if the law had not said. You may not have a desire for what is another's. But sin, taking its chance through that which was ordered by the law, was working in me every form 
of desire. Because without the law, sin is dead. Without the word, sin is dead. And there was a time when I was living without the law. But when the law gave its orders, sin came to life and put me to death. We died in the flesh, but we living in the spirit. And I made the discovery that the law, whose purpose was to give life, had become a cause of death. For I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And I made the discovery that the law whose purpose was to give life had become a cause of death. For I was tricked and put to death by sin, which took its chance through the law. But sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. For sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. Was then that which is good death to me? In no way. But the purpose was that sin might be seen to be sin by working death to me through that which is good. So that through the orders of the law, sin might seem much more evil. Sometimes God had to let us see it. So when we come out from under, we never go back. 14 says, for we are conscious that the law is of the spirit, but I am of the flesh, given into the power of sin. And I have no clear knowledge of what I am doing. For that which I have to mind to do. For that which I have a mind to do. I do not. For what I have hate for that I do. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, do I not. For what I hate, that I do. Anybody remember Paul said the things that he wanted to do, he didn't find himself doing them. But the things he didn't he he didn't want to do, that's what he found himself doing. But he said he found out what the problem was. It was sin that was dwelling in him. He hadn't fully been delivered from all the sin that was in him, all the bad things, yeah, evil. Yeah. Because some people are converted 
that haven't gotten saved and received the Spirit of God. They just made a change of mind. But when you fully receive the Spirit of God, no ma'am and no sir, you you, you want to you don't you, uh uh-uh. you don't want to go back. You want to go forward. And then we remember where Apostle Paul come from and what they taught him. Yeah. So we're moving a little bit further. This is it. This is it. Verse 17 says, So it is no longer I who do it, but the sin living in me. Now then it's no, it's no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Because the things he wanted to do, he, he found himself not doing them. But the things he didn't want to do, that's what he was doing. Well, the things he shouldn't have been doing, that's what he was doing. But he found out that it was not him that was doing it. Sin that dwells therein. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For the will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. 19 says, for the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I do not, that I do. Now, if I do that which, if I, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth therein. I find then a law. That when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Yeah, that's all of us. We want to be after the spirit that lives in us. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Yeah. We, We delight in the word of God. But sometimes there are some things that come up. And we find out, dog, I wasn't delivered from that. Yeah. 23 says, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. And many preachers go through that too. Married preachers, single preachers. They go through that. Because they're warring, they're warring in their members, they're warring in their bodies. And a lot of them, especially when it comes to women. What? They can't stop themselves, they say. I'm praying God take this thing from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to look back at verse 
at chapter 6. And I want to go down a ways and see what he's talking about here. For God be thanks that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, that, that's 6, 17, I'm on 18 now. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. I told you men that they have a problem. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity into women. I got to go back. I speak after the manner of men because of infirmity of the flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants, of righteousness unto holiness. But when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye been in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants of God, servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the ending everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So yeah, that's why he <clears throat> excuse me, that's why he came over to seven and uh he was saying, No, you're not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. How that the law has dominion over a man as long as he liveth. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I wanted to make sure I, I, I had it right because I messed something up. Good morning, Apostle Bo Right, God bless you this morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Been away for a minute. Came back. Yes, came back Monday. Monday. Yeah. All right, Sister Irene, you got in now. God bless you. And uh, God bless you, Lauren, Sister Samoa. God bless you, Brother Anthony. Good morning. <clears throat> and God bless you. Good morning. God bless you, Pastor David. Good morning, and God bless you, Minister Shonda. Good morning, and God bless you, Sister Rita. I was talking to you yesterday, Sister Rita, and look, I said, oh, she's not even here. I'm just running my mouth. <laughs> God bless you this morning. Good morning, Sister Jerry. God bless you, and good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. God bless you, and good morning to you, Sister Rose Brown. God bless you today. The main man that handled that chat room, bro, Louis, he out today. He had to take Sister Sherry, I think, to an appointment. Or uh, either he, he bit, <clears throat> may have been over there with Mr. Mason. So uh, he usually sent me an email. I didn't even really look, look this morning to see if I had gotten one from him. Uh, he may send one later. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Or he may send us something later, or he may just be tied up and he can't, you know, right now. But we thank God today for his word. And we may go back over this chapter 7, 6 and 7 again. But I, I, I got through one because I wanted us to see the type things Apostle Paul was telling the saints in Rome. 
And again, this morning, I'm seeing the kind of uh, message, well, well, letter he wrote to me in Jacksonville. And I would make it personal and get in the, and get in there and study this and see what God is saying to us. Yeah. It, it takes me back to even here that if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves, humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the land. Yeah, this this brought that up to me. I I I I saw that. Because there are a lot of things um people go through even even after they've been walking with the Lord a while. There are still some things that they find out is still in there. Unforgiveness is one of them. People always talk to me about that. What am I going to do about unforgiveness? Forgive? But you, you may not just be able to forgive on your own. You're you going to have to take it to the Lord in prayer. And tell God about it. Lord, I, 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 I'm struggling. I'm, I'm struggling with your word to forgive. And your word said, if I don't forgive, you can't forgive me. And when I first came to you, you forgave me because I didn't know. But I found out I was a sinner and I needed to be saved. So when I came, you forgave me for all my sins. But I'm finding out I'm not forgiven. Yeah, in, 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 in 2005, my cousin did me this way. My daddy did me that way. And I'm struggling with that forgiveness. It, it keeps coming back. That That's one of them. Lord, you got to help me. I'm struggling with my flesh. Every time I see a man in a uniform, God, in a uniform hidden right, Lord, my, it, it takes my mind back. I, I'm fornicating with this man, and I don't even know him. I just see the uniform. Lord, on the job, every time I forgive them, they come back and they here they come again with the same foolishness. And, Lord, I'm just sick of this, and it just makes me so angry. Now, nah, Lord, it makes me mad. You just got to tell him. And, Lord, I want to forgive. I want to forget. I want to move on. I don't want to hold this over nobody. And I definitely don't want to hold on to it because it's making me miserable. All of this helped get all of that out of there. Because we might find ourselves uh, doing something or into something that we didn't know. I mean, we knew this this is our feelings, but we didn't know it was, you know, against God or whatever. So when we found out, we had to do something about it. And all I could do is come to you, Lord. I didn't change myself in the beginning. I changed my mind, but I didn't change myself. I had a well-made-up mind when I come to you, but that's all I had. And you helped me with that. 
Without you, I can't do nothing. I can't change me. I need you to help me, Lord, to change. Show me what to do. Teach me. When you ask him for teachings, he's going to give you that. He believes in learning, understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. He believes in that. And all you're getting, get understanding. Talks about wisdom. So whatever issues we have, whatever sin is still dwelling therein, we need to carry to God in prayer. And sincere, they ask him to take this from me. Lord, I'm giving this to you. I can't, I, I, I don't want to hold on to it no more. And it's already all right this morning in the name of Jesus. Listen, we're going to one more song of the morning. And when we come back, the studio will be open. If there's anyone have something today they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one. It's been a minute. If I speak in tongues of angels, understanding mysteries, and an invocation, open
Hallelujah, Miss Dottie Peoples this morning. Pure love. If we don't have pure love for one another, it don't mean nothing. We're not going nowhere. We're not doing nothing. We got to have love. Mm -hmm. Because that's what God wants us to have. Because if we got him, we got love. For God is love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful unto him this morning that um, he can help us to get there. I'm grateful unto him this morning that anything we can't do, he can. I can't deliver, deliver me, but he can. <laughs> but I got to go to him with a sincere heart and mean it. And he can do these things for me. I, I remember people saying they were saved. I remember Mother Strider and Mother McClendon, Mother Tyler, so many of these older ladies. And boy, they could testify. And they get caught up in it. And, and, and the spirit would come upon them. Well, I I didn't see the spirit during that time. I wasn't, you know, I was one of them again with that form of godliness, denying the power thereof. I was honoring God with my lips, but my heart was way in Mississippi. But today I can truly say I know what they were talking about. We got to seek God with our whole heart. And it's all done by faith. He said, those of us that come to him, we must believe and believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you got problems, diligently seek him. Don't turn it loose. Don't get tired. Don't give up. Lord, I can't stop doing this thing. This preacher told that he used to go down the, the, the uh, prostitute stroll. 
Well, you know, in the world, they call it the whole stroll. So he used to go down there and he'd pick him up a girl. I believe he was crying out for help. But they just accepted it. Nobody now wanted to deal with it, the members, you know, because they followed him. I, I wanted to help. But he told me to save it for Sunday. I wasn't going to be there Sunday. I was going to be in Georgia. So a lot of times we miss the opportunity. God sends somebody, and we miss the opportunity talking about what we're talking about. I'm going to get it Sunday. I'm, I'm going to let these prostitutes go on Sunday. Really? Really? I'm going to put that weed down Sunday. Okay, then. You gonna put it down Sunday school or worship worship service? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna put that bottom down Sunday. Why put off today? I, I, I mean, put it off for tomorrow. What you can do today? From Tamika, he said Peter River is great. Okay, I, I I don't know how to turn this off, y'all. I'm working on it. But listen. The boy sung the song, and he said he wasn't going to put on tomorrow for what he could do today. Now, that's what he said. I believe in prayer. I believe in laying on hands. I believe in, in, in all in your down. I believe in all of that. But unless you want to let it go, it's not going nowhere. You must want to let it go. You must want to fully be delivered. I told you, I wanted that cussing. Y'all had no clue. I wanted that cussing to go so, oh, my goodness. I would be talking and stop myself. And slow down. You're talking too fast. You're going to start cussing. And I was so afraid I was going to cuss in front of the bishop. Oh, my goodness, y'all had no clue. I was so afraid I was going to get up in church and cuss. I wouldn't give no kind of testimony. What? I knew how to, you know, testify. I wasn't going to do that over there and get to cussing. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on us all, God. It's funny to be now, but it was not funny back then. Oh, no, that wasn't funny at all. Cuss in front of the senior bishop? Are you kidding me? Come on to this altar. I want you to go down and call Jesus till he come. Because you ain't ready. I wanted it to go. God took it. That was the first thing I remember. God taking that dirty cuss. Y'all ain't heard cussing because I stopped. You don't heard a few choice words, a few bad words. But you ain't heard that cussing because I stopped doing it. The next one was me. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Had, the bishop drove up. I'm on the porch talking to the man. Y'all don't have no clue. I wanted that to go. I sincerely wanted that to go. That was a big struggle, a big problem in my life. Let men go. Who, what woman want to let men go? Why? What? He said, don't let fornication be once named among you, Barbara. Not only is you sinning against God, but you sinning against your own body. 
But why it got to be like, you know how some of us are? Listen here, for years I struggled with that thing. That didn't go overnight. That custom went like that. Sipping up the Crown Royce by, talking on we goodbye. Clubbing, oh, I don't want to, I don't even feel like all of that. I'm not going to waste my money on no outfit for one night over there fooling with them. I ain't got that. But when it came to the men, I'm telling who sleep by themselves? The scripture say you should have been. <laughs> Once you got saved, you should have been sleeping by yourself. You weren't married. And I continued to pray. I meant it. Oh, I meant it, y'all. I continued to pray. I continued to resist. You resist the devil, he coming back. I would resist. And then it looked like he would just put me in a situation with all men. What the foolishness. I went for the the, 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 the start of the, the do a, a tour of a job. I, I they had a, a cleaning person and a supervisor. I asked the Lord for the supervisor position. He gave me manager. When I get up, they had a line outside. We was waiting for the uh, operational manager to come, operations manager. And we all, you know, out there, and here come these two guys, and then me and this young lady, you know, we was standing back. Well, she used to do my hair back in the day. When I got the waterfall and all the foolishness, she was there. <laughs> See, y'all, I'm not. I'm not going to do you this morning. I'm going to scream. Listen. Here come the two men. Hey. I said, hey. Uh, that's your friend right there? I said, yeah. He like your friend. I said, oh, okay. I said, well, she right there? He can go over there and talk to her. Yeah, we want, We just wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm so-and-so and he's so-and-so and um, I like you. Okay. So, uh, what's your name? And it, it, it led from there. I gave him the phone number. Gave, look! Gave him the address. Resisting A. I'm riding out to the job telling myself, because I rode with them. She and I, we rode with them out there. I'm telling myself, uh, you're not going to be bothered. Uh, you know this wrong. Why you even gave him the okay to even talk to you? I'm battling. He right next to me. I'm battling. I'm battling when I get in the building. Perfect gentleman. He going to help me in and out the car. He going to. I could see it. I said, oh, uh-uh. I won't get rid of this one. I said, because he's going to pay bills, he's going to give cash, he's this, he's that. He said, yeah, I rode with my boy out here. He, he applied for a job. I, I got a job. I'm this and that. I, I'm struggling, y'all. I'm struggling. But see, I'm, I'm, I'm still in there. I'm still hanging. 
instead of just cutting it off and saying, hey, hey, look, I'm in the church. And I don't mean to build it. I'm in Jesus. And he and me, and, and, and I'm, I, I've been struggling with men, and I, I can't do this. I hope you don't feel like this is a rejection, but this is something, I, and I hadn't given, given him my number yet. I could have said that and got away and went to prayer. No. I give them the number. Because subconsciously, I want to do this. I'm saying I don't, but I want to do this. And that's why I'm fighting. I'm battling. Because subconsciously, I want to do it. So we end up going out. We end up this. We end up that. And met another guy, a chef. A bad chef. See ah. I love cooking. He had me to come to the Italian restaurant and cook. Oh my goodness. Bought me a Cadillac. Uh-uh. Stop it, I said. Still not. Old boy from the, 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 the cleaning tour. Every now and then come by. Came by and me and the chef, yeah, well. Then he he come back, the round back to me because that hurt his feelings. So he come back to hurt my feelings. He told me he was married. Did y'all hear that? Then he told me he was married. I said, it's okay. I said, because I've done a lot of things, but slimy just, what, you know, just wasn't one of them things. And when it came to the married man, that wasn't for me. I, I wasn't about that life. I need a single dude. And we can hang out anywhere. I ain't going to have no drama. But you're married, I'm going to have some drama. Now, why this girl don't know? I'll call you right back. My niece. But anyway, woo. I got to learn how to work that phone and cut it off or something. So look, this is the thing. I left Alabama coming on back to Florida. Well, when I come back to Florida, I, I, I was listening to some stuff, and it was helping me that when men, you know, I'm in their presence, how to carry myself. At one point, don't get no eye contact. Keep a frown on your face. They ain't going to bother you. They don't think you mean and you don't want to be bothered. That didn't work. Hey, hey, ma'am, how you doing? I'm like, didn't you see the frown on my face? Don't even know I don't want to be bothered. But the devil knew I did want to be bothered. I'm going on cruises now. Huh? Uh, I started going to this church. Well, no, not the church. Yeah, I went to the church a couple of times. They invited me over there. I hooked up with a lady, uh, Sister Stephanie. And when I tell you this woman was serious by God's business, she wasn't, wasn't no plan. Stephanie had a husband and everything. It wasn't going to be no plan. Beautiful, dark-skinned lady. Beautiful skin. 
and uh, when men saw, you know, they would walk. I'm with Stephanie. I'm not married. That lead them right over there. How y'all doing? I would walk off sometimes because I call myself Valerie. Yeah. Stephanie gave me, she said, have you heard Juanita Bynum no more sheets? I said, no, who is Juanita Bynum? So she explained things to me. Okay. And um, a friend of mine named Leonard had told me about her. And so I started listening to the tape, No More Sheets. Woo, that thing helped me. That thing helped me. Because I had stopped the foolishness of you coming to help me with my children, uh, 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 dropping money off for groceries, dropping money off for school lunches and all of this. When it's time to get school clothes, you dropping off money for book bags, this, jeans, that. No, no, no. When I heard that no more sheep, that set me free. Not a well-made up mind come. Lord, if I'm not married to them, I have no business with them. Not talking about this. And any of them coming to me to talk about that, I can't do. Mm-mm. So God began to teach me. When you meet one, put the word out there. Let my word do the work. And when I would meet them and talk to them about God, they're like, oh, you deep in the church, ain't you, baby? Uh-huh. I'm deep in Jesus, and he's deep in me. Yeah. That's how. And I got set free. I got set free. Today I can say I'm free indeed. That was a time I couldn't say that. And it don't make no difference that you're old or young. That don't make no difference. You got old fornicators, old adulterers, just like you have the young people. Take my word for it. But he set me free. He delivered me from that demon. Them demons. Baby, them were some strongholds. What? And it wasn't so much about uh, whining and dining me at the five star. Uh, uh, buying expensive outfit and expensive hairdo and all of this. So when you come before me, you 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 looking like I want you to look. It, it wasn't about all of that. Mm-mm. It was about the fun. It's fun and sinning, laughing and talking about things you shouldn't be. Laughing and talking about craziness. You done had too much to drink, right? Uh, No. Yeah, you done had too much to drink. Let me pour you a little bit more. I thought you said I had too much. You did. But I'm giving you a little bit more because now you're finna go to sleep. Foolishness. Foolishness. Nobody going no sleep. Oh, I can tell you some stuff. 
But when I tell you, if you want to be set free, I don't care what it is that you feel you're bound by. God will make a way that you will be set free. But you got to get a well-made-up mind. It takes a well-made-up mind to let it go. When I came to God, I had a well-made-up mind. That's how I stayed in the presence so long. But even being in the presence, that flesh would wrap up. And for that stronghold, I was thought I was battling and saying no. But I really wasn't. But eventually, as I continued to show God, and then when I told my flesh, no more sheets, I meant that. And there we go. Bam. Deliverance came. I, it could be 10 of them in a the room now. I don't have nothing for all of that. Not because I'm an older lady. I've been set free. And whom the son set free is free indeed. I've been set free. In my 30s, I wasn't no old woman. I was set free. <laughs> Can hang with the best of them. You got to worry about all that. I done had the, 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 the pastor, the, what? The pastor to hit. Hit on me. I'm like, no, bro. Uh-uh. Matter of fact, you want to lose my phone number because there ain't going to be no more of this. You can't call me no more. Uh-uh, uh-uh, we don't do that. Where, we, where they do that at? Not over here where I am. Yeah, I come from under that senior bishop, John C. Woods. I don't know what he did and what he did was my business. But what I wasn't going to do is be a fornicator. And I was not going to sin against my own body. No ma'am and no sir. I love no body. Yeah. that I used to tell my, a, few, a few of my friends, I go, hey, I love old Raggedy Barbara. And they say, yeah, she raggedy all right. I said, well, don't get back in my raggedy car no more because if I'm raggedy, my car raggedy. Yeah, foolishness, you see. But look, no no more sheets. I got over that. God delivered me from that. I, ooh, ooh it's been, I know it's been 30 years or over. A toke of weed? Who smoked weed? Uh-uh. Crown Royal? Ugh. I don't even know what it tastes like. Now, if you're asking about that Moscato, the wine, I can tell you what that tastes like, ice cold. And it'll be a half a glass with my dinner, especially if I'm having indigestion. And that's every thousand years look like, because I don't, I don't drink like that. And I don't need it to make me feel better. I don't need it to calm my nerves, not alcohol. Uh-uh. So it may be some things we deal with. We don't come to God, but it may be some things we're dealing with. But if you got a well-made-up mind and you go to God sincerely and for real, you believe and trust him, he's going he gonna to find a way to deliver you. Spiritual things, he moves like that. And then sometimes he don't move right away. And he don't always tell me why. I just have to trust him and keep on trucking. 
keeping a well-made-up mind to resist the devil. Every time he come, I got to resist him. He going to flee, but he coming back. I got to resist him. He going to flee, but he going to come back. I got to resist him. He going to flee. He might come back. but I, And then after a while, guess what? You'll just say no. You got the patience to do that. You'll just say no. I'm over this. I'm not doing this no more. Some people in the natural, they can lose weight. They can stop smoking. Most times they replace it with chewing gum, something, you know. But at least they stop. But if God deliver you, you don't need nothing, no chaser. Straight up, no chaser. If he deliver you, you've been delivered. The only way you go back to it is you, you, you decide you want to do that. And then most times that don't come to mind. You got to be hanging around a bunch of unsaved people and uh, the environment got to be just ungodly. Because if you keeping your environment holy, you got a prayer life and a Bible study life and you learn to pray in season, out of season, wherever you at, you can pray. You, you, you're not going to go back. The backslider, they start hanging out, a thought come, and they start reacting to it. When they know it in their thing, they back out there wide open. But yet, God married to them. He married to them. And he's not been to leave them or divorce them. They got to leave him. And if they call him, he looks. The good, the bad, and the ugly. He loves us all. And not just sometimes. He loves us every day. And I'm grateful unto him. Grateful that he allowed me to make it this far in him. Could have been dead and gone. But he let me live on. Hallelujah. Okay, okay. Nobody's sharing. I'm, I'm going to need her to get off of here. Okay, okay, lady. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off, y'all. But I'm working on it. After I get off of here, I'm, I'm going to turn her off. I had her off, and I don't know how she creeped back in, but she got back in. But I'm going to get her off. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, the studio is still open. If anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, I bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you the honor. And God, we give you the praise. All right, Brother Anthony, good morning. God bless you. How are you? Bless. Highly favored. Good morning to you, Ms. Bob. First of all, I just want to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. I thank God for life, heaven, strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day never seen before. And I thank God for what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I thank God for my relationship with him and knowing him and him never leaving me, but continuing to hold on and draw me closer to him daily and just being the father I need him to be, and uh, thank him for the love and uh, just everything that he do for me daily. You know, I don't take it for granted. 
how I used to, I would say before, you know, I really kind of gave my life to God. But now, you know, even now, I, I you know, I appreciate it daily, even more daily, you know, more and more, you know, that, you know, he ain't had to, you know, let me have a relationship with him, you know, and, you know, he give us free will, but I choose to subscribe to want to know him, want to have a relationship, want to, you know, have him in my life. So, I, you know, I'm just blessed by that. And I just want to just say that, say good morning to everybody this morning out there listening. And, you know, I just also just kind of wanted to, you know, speak on, you know, what you were just talking about, you know, about the, you know, the flesh and, you know, the, the desires, the things that we struggle with, that we fight, you know, fleshly, you know, the, whether it be uh, women, uh, addiction, whatever, you know, is, you know, those strongholds and, you know, this, you know, I, I, I struggle with a lot of things over time and God has took some things from me and I still got some few uh, things that God still trying to perfect and take away from me. But nevertheless, you know, you got to continue to pray and stay in the word and continue to fight the, you know, to do his will and do the right thing and give it to God, you know. And, you know, that's something where we got to learn. And, you know, like you said, Mr. Barber, it ain't going to happen overnight. But, you know, it will happen if you truly want it to be gone. You know, your life, you know, if you truly want God to take that from you. And, you know, things that I've been, you know, had, you know, a cigarette, smoking weed, you know, uh Many different things, you know, but uh, that I have took some things away and some things he's still working on me with. And, you know, of course, I'm a man, so, you know, one of those things is women. And, you know, I just try to, you know, focus on that, that I won't, you know, focus my mind completely on the woman. But, you know, I let God know, you know, I desire to have a wife, you know, and you got to be, well, God knows your heart, so he already knows you know, what you struggle with, you know, and what you need. And, and you know, you just you just got to be real with yourself because he already knows. So, you know, I can tell him, hey, you know, you know um, and when you stick it tired, stick it tired of being sick and tired, you, you know, it, it, it'll go, you give it up, you know. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, like I say, trying to hold on, trying to stay Planet and not real, but stay on that straight and narrow. So you know, I just thank God for that and what He's doing and what He continues to doing. And I thank God for you know your testimony and you know it just you know helps not only me but anybody out there listening. You know, be a woman or man. You know, we not all in the alone. You know, everybody goes through a struggle. Everybody struggle with something. So you know, we just at the end of the day. Got to give it to God and, you know, ask, be sincere about it and ask God to take it away. And, you know, I just thank God again for, you know, you, Ms. Barbara, what you do in this ministry. And, you know, just encourage me to, just to continue, continue to hold on and want to be able to help somebody else, you know, or talk to somebody, you know, because, you know, just, you know, your testimony can help somebody get delivered, you know. For them to know that, you know, you ain't the only one going through what you're going through. There's other people out here daily that, you know, go through those things. And, and it ain't got to be the one that's a sinner. It could be the one that's saved, you know. 
we all, you know, go through. So, you know, I just thank God for that, you know, word and that testimony. And, again, just encourages me. And I just wanted to say good morning. God bless you this morning. And I, I just kind of tickled for you and that, oh, whoever that little boy thing talking about, you're having a little conversation with him, but they were tickling me. But I just had to say good morning to this mama because I was laughing for a little bit when you say it. And they, it, it seemed like they want to try to take over the show for a little bit or have his moments, I say. so. But nevertheless, God bless Miss Barbara and everybody listening this morning. Uh, Brother Louis, uh, Sister Rita, uh, uh, Sister Shante, Sister Jerry, and Sister Fion, and uh, okay, you can forget her. Don't forget her. Don't forget her, Brother Anthony. I said Sister Rita. Oh, you did? Okay, okay. We can yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to make sure I remember the R. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I know the list. Uh, I just want to, Brother Jermaine, also, and I was thinking about yesterday, uh, I, don't, I guess well, the phone went out, out of all places where I want to talk, but, you know, I know things were heard, and I, you know, I heard what you spoke on of my life as well as others. So, you know, I just thank God for what God is doing. And, you know, we know that, you know, we just continue to trust and hold on to his word and that his word shall come to pass. So you know, with that being said, God bless y'all. Y'all have a best awesome day today. And y'all just continue to pray for me. I'm praying for y'all. And y'all have a blessed and awesome rest of the day. Amen. Amen. You too, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning, sir. And I thank God for you uh, tuning in this morning and um, sharing with us. And, yeah, some things he does, he, he moves immediately on. Yeah. And some things, it may take him a while, but we really, really must be desiring to let it go. You really got to want to let it go. Because that's what I said to myself, you know. I'm struggling. I want to let it go. I really mean it, this and that. And uh, as soon as the man showed up, I melted up like butter. So it just showed me, too. You ain't let that go. You don't really want to let that go. Yeah, because now when you really want to let that go, it's going. You, you, you. Let me tell you something. I don't like beef. I don't like cottage cheese. Nobody have to tell me not to buy those two items. Barbara, when you go to the grocery store, don't forget, don't buy cottage cheese and and, and don't buy a uh, beets. No, you don't have to tell me that because I hate both of the, the taste of both of those. So nobody have to tell me that. Well, my goodness, am I out of ink over there? But I know this for myself, God is safe. And if we really want him to, to remove something, he will. Yeah. We just got to be sincere, well-made up mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, look, um, if no one else has anything they would like to say, we can leave early today. Um, we at 25 minutes. So I'm going to pray us out. We pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. 
And I y'all keep Mr. Mason, our brother Louis grandson in prayer. He's got COVID. And I keep Sherry in prayer. Keep Sister Rose Brown in prayer for me. And I don't forget it was one more person I prayed for, I think, this morning. So intercessors, y'all keep them lifted. And oh, and Sister Irene, keep her lifted in prayer for me as well. Yeah. And uh, it will be all right today in Jesus' name. So look, we're going to pray out and go to our last song of the morning. And I'm dedicating it to everybody. And uh, after the song, I won't be coming back today. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. Thank you, Lord, that there's nothing too hard for you to do. As we depart today, Father, bless our going out. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, do it for those coming through the podcast and the archives in the name of Jesus. We need you today, Father. We can't make it without you. And there may be many of us that are struggling with something or have struggled with something and you delivered us. You did it for me. You're no respecter of persons. And Father, I ask this morning that you would do it for your people in the name of Jesus. Help us not to want to do what's good, but evil is always present. But Lord, set us free in the name of Jesus. For whom your son set free is free indeed. Move this morning in the delivering spirit. Hallelujah. I'll do it for your people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you the praise. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We can't say thank you enough. And as we depart this morning, bless our coming in. Bless our going out again, our coming in. And Father, continue to meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. And we need to be delivered. Offer your glory today. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another. In Jesus' name, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, August the 23rd, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm saying bye-bye, and this is our last song of the morning.